expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Hello and welcome to another Taiwan Talk podcast. I'm Keith Manconi. Taiwan is no stranger to rap, but today on the show we'll be speaking with a group that is helping to popularize one form of rap that they say hasn't really taken off quite yet. That being rap battles. That diss we just heard was delivered by an MC at an event right here in Taiwan, organized by Dis RBL. That's the Dis Rap Battle League. We're joined now by the league's founder Dallas Waldy and by one of the league's contenders, who's taken first in a freestyle rap competition, Juan Sheng. Thanks both of you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. So just so our listeners can have a, a better idea of what's going on at these events, could you explain this real quick? So this is a Mandarin league, so these are going to be Mandarin rap battles. Yeah. Uh, what are what are these dissers doing when they're when they're at this event? Well, I wouldn't wouldn't really call them dissers. Supposedly they're still rappers. It's a rap battle league, and what you're basically going to see is almost like a schoolyard fight. You know, where you have like two guys just either on stage or in a pit. We've done it sometimes where the the crowd will go around the outside. And then they just go back and forth, giving off like their lyrical, you know, uh, just like missiles, kind of. You know, they're like trying to shoot each other down. And it's it, although it is based on a form of dissing, uh, is the essence of it is is to uh, demonstrate your rap ability. And uh, at this particular kind of event, they're preparing, they're they're writing the lyrics ahead of time. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. They prepare the lyrics ahead of time. Whereas the the wouldn't really say old-fashioned, but maybe about ten years ago, eight years ago, the, the freestyle off the top thing was more popular. But ever since about five, six years ago, when King of the Dot and uh, Grand Time, some other foreign leagues came up, this new style of battling really took off. So, how are they going to be judged when uh, at, at the end of the event there's a winner and there's a loser? How yeah. how how are they judged? What would be like a really good uh, diss? A really good diss basically is going to be something that's uh, original. It should. You know, you can either you can go at it in different ways. You can be really witty and just make somebody look stupid, or you can just be you can just say something hilarious, or you can take it in an aggressive way. There's different type of managers, different ways to diss people and uh, show off your skills. But uh, so it it's it all depends on the crowd personally. But when it comes down to the judging, what's important is uh, your your presence on stage. Do you look comfortable? Do you look professional? And did everything come out clean? Were you stumbling? Were you forgetting stuff? That's gonna hurt you big time. When it comes to judging, so what made you interested in starting this kind of group in Taiwan, starting this kind of event? Yeah, well, uh, actually, I'm no, I'm no stranger to this rap battle event overseas. Uh, I had participated seven times in uh, King of the Dots League, the Canadian one, the biggest one out there. And then uh, when I came out here, I also spent a year in Shanghai as well. And I just, I've always found myself just watching so much of it online, but not really being able to go out and do it anywhere. It just wasn't around out here. So, of course, what do you do when you don't have something? You just make it happen. So that's basically why I did it. So there wasn't much of this going on before you started. No, there was a little bit of freestyle battle going on. There's a league down in Taichung called Zuyou uh, Zuichun, and we've worked together with them. But um, no, other than that, there's there's more and more battles popping up now. But we were the first and still are the biggest one to do these acapella pre-written rap battles. So, would you say that it's gotten a, a bit more popular since you started? How, how has this been taking off? Oh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, the attention online just blew up uh, way quicker than I expected, and now there are a lot more 
smaller battle events going on we've been copied by high schools and like universities people you know using our name even but they're just like small time stuff so we don't really like get too pissed we're actually pretty happy to just see people taking interest in it but uh yeah there's definitely been a noticeable increase in battle events since we started what do you think is behind that interest do you have any theories uh, as to why this might have gotten as big as it has it's just like an entertaining performance it's 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 interactive with the crowd it's it's fast paced when when you get two guys who really are well prepared and can really rap it's it's like watching a sword fight or like watching uh, a game of like one-on-one basketball or something it's it's just more intense than the average performance where somebody's just going to sing at you maybe tell you to put your hands up or something these guys are going to really make you laugh they're going to really make you scream they're going to you know put a feeling inside you and i think that's what the crowd loves about it do you think that there's anything uh, in these kind of performances that maybe uh, people in Taiwan hadn't seen too much of before? Before I started this, I had some friends uh, who were also, you know, quite deep in the, in the hip hop circle in Taiwan, and they were telling me this uh, might not be such a good idea because some of like the the Lao Piku, as they're called, or the Tianbei, like the guys who are, you know, a bit higher up in the game, they don't really appreciate this uh, this dissing sort of format if it's just you know people starting trouble, which I can understand. But the thing about rap battles is that you can step on stage and you can kind of like say things that you wouldn't normally say but at the end of the day you still respect the other guy and they're going to shake hands and probably be better friends afterwards so that's something that i think you know people associate battling with you know aggression and fighting and uh, just beef in general but the actual essence of it when you put make it a league it's more about respect so we're also lucky enough to be joined today by one of the contenders, Jun Sheng. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, what do you get out of this event? Why do you think that this is something uh, that's interesting? Before this event started, Taiwan didn't really have a stage for this kind of rapping. Lots of people were doing it themselves, but they had nowhere to perform. So this event was really fresh and innovative. And it's really made a lot of people want to try it out. It's a place to show off your talent and improve your skills and ability to get a crowd's attention. So were there places to do rap battling uh, before RBL was around? So before the league started, we might go out to eat and drop a bit and start freestyle battling by the side of the road. But we wouldn't write his lyrics in advance the way we do at this competition. The way we do it now, we have more time to prepare and can better show off our skill when it's time for the competition. So why why dissing? Why why is dissing in particular something that you're interested in? During the battles, there's dissings going back and forth between the competitors, and I'm always curious to see what kind of diss is my opponent's going to come up with for me. Whenever I land a funny diss and the audience start cheering, I get a real sense of achievement. I really enjoy the feeling I get when on stage, and just for the writing itself, I feel that the writing for the lyrics is very powerful. So how do you think this all fits into Taiwanese culture? I mean, is this something that uh, some people wouldn't accept? 
差别很大，因为台湾之前都觉得 this 就是不好的。This kind of event definitely clashes a lot with more traditional Taiwanese culture. In the past, Taiwanese people would view these things as the bad thing. In the lots of people's mind, they see it as people attacking each other, or that it breaks the peace. And Taiwanese people really value social harmony. So with this kind of event, a lot of parents will ask, why are their kids participating? They might be worried that the fight will break out during the event. My parents used to be worried about this as well. I've talked to them about it, and I think they understand better now. So most of the people, basically all the people that are participating in this, are are local Taiwanese.、Uh, you're from Canada yourself, is that right? Yeah.、Uh, so you kind of have an outsider perspective when you come into this. What do you feel like your role is as the organizer of of these events? Well, as the、um The founder and the organizer. Now, it's it's my job to help this thing build and get it as big as it possibly can be, but also keep the authenticity inside it as well.、Uh, for example, we, there's been some people who have said,、uh, you know, in Chinese they would say it, it, it's a little bit dichi, you know, which is just sometimes the dishes are, and some that can be too simple, or maybe it's just like you know a little bit,、um, you know, it just sounds like kids kind of. Using nasty words back and forth, which at times I, I believe and、uh, I agree with. So I think, as for example,、uh, my role is to trying to let these kids know that it's more than. Although this is a diss rap battle league, although it's called diss, it's actually a rap battle league. So you come to this stage and you're supposed to be rapping and you're supposed to be using the most complex bars that you possibly can and really showing that hey, I'm here, I'm a rapper, I'm not just like a little kid on the playground who knows how to call you names, you know. So that's kind of one thing that I have to explain. And then whereas. There's a lot of things going on overseas,、uh, in terms of like tournaments, big battles, big name guys really supporting this, and it's important to let the world know and Taipei know, Taiwan know, that、uh, this is not just like a little small thing, just a group of kids doing this anymore. Now there is like big people taking interest in this. For example, Eminem、uh, just threw a, a rap battle event where like Slaughterhouse, one of the another huge crew in rap, one of their members battled one of the guys from.、Uh, URL, which is a big league in New York, so that's like a huge thing for like big stars to be、uh, battling guys in the rap battle circuit, which would never happen before, because rap battle has always had a stigma that it it is like kids, you know, on the playground, kind of not taking it serious, right? But now these guys have really proved that they are actually the superior lyricists, and they actually put the the big name guys. On the fence, saying you cannot hang with us. Your your raps are just corny and meant to, you know, sell records and go in a club. But if you actually go one on one with me with no music, you know, we're gonna find out that your lyrics are actually just really junk. You know, so that's what I hope I can do with the Taiwanese one is where I can push them and be like, be the best lyricist, not just like I said, not just that kid in the park. Yeah.、Uh, so what I'm hearing from you is it sounds like you're kind of saying that around the world this. Kind of event is sort of elevating a little bit, getting to be more of an art form than it was before, and、uh, it sounds like you're trying to make that happen in Taiwan as well. Exactly. Yeah. In your experience, have you found any ways where it some of the some of the things that you think are like really important foundations of of this kind of、uh, rap battle have been difficult to translate into Taiwan? Like, there's certain just misunderstandings. Well, I just feel like whenever you're doing anything, since it's new. Since it's new, you always have to explain everything to a T. 
because there is tons and tons of questions, especially now that we have like thousands of followers. You don't just get it from the performers. Or you also get it from the audience members and then other people, you know, you might be working with your film crew, everything. So I just find you have to explain everything in detail because to me, this is all like, oh, I've been watching this for six years. I know what's going on. You just got to be here and film this way. And, you know, you just have to wrap this way. But no, you really got to explain everything. Just because, but not really because of a culture thing. It's just because it's new. Anything new, you just got to explain it. So I want to throw this back to Jun Shun now. Uh, who would you say is uh, your biggest role model? Do you uh, look up to foreign rappers more, or are the people you watch most closely more uh, in Taiwan? Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan has a guy named Br. I really like how he writes his lyrics, and I admire how he prepares for this battle. For international performers, I've seen a lot of them. Their style of performing is really cool in a lot of the way like Taiwan doesn't have yet. But we are learning from those performers and bring those style into Chinese language rap scene. For example, we have learned how to do some of the hand gesture foreign people do that get a good reaction from the audience. So what do you think the difference is then? What, what, what do you think is the difference between what the local performers are doing and what you're seeing in uh, from international performers? The way Taiwan rappers perform, they just kind of do one line and then another. And a lot of them just have the same style, flows, and rhymes. International performers all put their special flair into their performances, so it's not all the same thing. So the Rap League, Dis RBL, has a national tournament coming up in October. Is this something that you're excited about? This RBL has already held several events before, but now they want to find the eight best rappers and pick a champion. I think the 25,000 NT prize makes it really good opportunities. Like I said, there was no stage for this kind of stuff before. Now, with this competition, it will be something that everyone is paying attention to. So as you've been organizing these events, have you, have you noticed any difference in the way that a Taiwanese audience might react to these battles as opposed to audiences you've seen in other countries? One thing I can say is they're definitely more supportive than what I've seen overseas. For example, uh, you know, some people overseas, if you're just rapping poorly and you're getting no reaction consistently, they will just like boo you off the stage and it can get pretty nasty and that can really hurt somebody's confidence. Whereas over here, I've seen uh, people, you know, forgetting their lyrics, freezing up, and then all of a sudden their opponent will even be like, oh, make some noise for him, you know, like get him going. And then the whole crowd, you know, you know, they, they go wild for a couple seconds, give him that energy, give him that time to think, and then he'll come back right in and finish off the rest of his verse. I've seen that happen, and that's that's really nice. I like that about the crowd here in Taiwan. So it's kind of a friendly dissing, in a way. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. They're, uh, it's still a respectful uh, group of people, you know, So and, that's, and we try to keep it about respect anyways, although it is about, you know, getting a laugh off somebody, but at the end of the day, we do want to see the raps. We came to see the raps, you know, so they want to help everybody out it's nice right now maybe once once they get a little bit more spoiled and everybody's doing well maybe then they'll start booing people off the stage but right now because it's new and it's fresh and a lot of people are forgetting lyrics they're they're supportive 
So before uh, we did the interview, I asked you to bring in one of uh, your favorite, all-time favorite disses that you've heard during a battle. And so right now we're going to hear uh, Hua Hesheng, uh taking down Alan Lin uh, at a rap battle uh, a while back. So let's listen to that real quick. <laughs> All right, so the, the crowd went nuts there. Can you tell us, uh, for, for those of our listeners who are not fluent in Mandarin, or at least not fluent in uh, rapping Mandarin, uh, could you uh, tell us what was just said there? All right, yeah. So actually, this is, uh, this is a beautiful diss on a number of different levels, and uh, I'll break it down for you uh, how I saw it. Basically, at the event, I was even going crazy. I was, one, I was right there just flipping out when I heard this. Um, first of all, this, this is great because this is what we would call a rebuttal. It comes right at the beginning of the round. And you address what was said to you by your opponent. Whether or not this was off the top or written, I believe it was probably written just because it was so smooth. If it was really freestyle, then that's even better. More points, you know. But uh, just the fact that he was able to predict what was going to be said to him and then turn it around. So anyways, here, here's how it goes. He basically just starts off by saying, uh, Hey judges, isn't what he just said count as breaking the rules? This is obviously a battle, but he's openly praising me. So it's just kind of, but you know, you're not exactly sure what's coming yet. And then he just says, uh, he just said, I'm fat. Okay, but that doesn't hurt me at all because I'm not only fat, I'm also, you know, handsome. And then the punchline is just, Lin Beipu Yong Tang Bing, just, just the way that he says it, which means I don't have to do the military service because he's fat, right? So he turns his strong, or his weak point, sorry, into a strong point, into an attacking point. And this is really like, where a lot of people wouldn't think to do this because the best offense is a good defense, you know? So he basically just neutralized the other guy's whole round, which was just filled with fat jokes, in one little scheme. Turned that around and just fried him, you know? He took a different approach, whereas, you know, a lot of people are maybe just thinking aggressive, direct, you know? But where if you can be a little bit smarter with your punchlines, you know, when he adds a little Taiwanese in there, a little bit of flavor, the Limpei Buyong Dang Bing, just if you said Wo Buyong Dang Bing, it wouldn't have the same effect. So he had, he had his style in there as well. And he just really broke him down. And then after that scheme, he was just wide open to go and just tear him apart for that whole second round. So that's why, on a number of different levels, that was a very potent scheme from Hua He Sang. So basically, what he's saying is. Uh, ha ha ha! Fat jokes, whatever. But jokes on you. I don't have to go to the military. You're a, you're the sucker right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why 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 do you think that that's such a potent thing to say? Like, uh, to me, like it's hard for me to un- quite understand why that's yeah. like a like a jab. Like, ah, you have to go to the military. What, what? Try try to bring us into that mentality a little bit. Well, I think it's just like because the military in Taiwan is something that no kid really looks forward to. It's it. In a lot of people's minds, it's a waste of a year. You get you get out of your university or you get out of your high school and you got to go spend that time there. And there's been a number of different issues to do with the military and that. So it's not a very popular thing, let's just say. And so he was almost taking a stab as well at, you could almost say like the political system, you know, just by saying, which is also what's great about Rap Battle 2. You can use this stage to kind of proliferate your views or just get your views out there as well and get a laugh and at the same time attack your opponent. So it was more, it had to do on a, on a social level as well. So this gets on an, uh, touches on another interesting point um, that 
the 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 disses that are really going to land here um, are maybe a little bit different from the disses that are going to land in different countries here. Military is kind of a reference point that everybody gets. Yeah. Uh, what are some other things that uh, people uh, would incorporate in a diss that you might not hear somewhere else? Uh, for example, I'm always hear kids bragging about the universities they go to. Uh, you know, if you go to Taida, you're the shit. If you go to uh, you know, Wenhua Daoshu, you got some troubles, you know? And they, I've heard it being brought up in battles, and I'm like, that's kind of crazy, because whereas hip-hop normally is more like a street thing, so over, over in the, overseas, they'd be, like, making fun of you for going to a university You'd get like beat that. down if you were bragging about that. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But over here, it's, like, a strong point, so I don't know. We, we I've had some chuckles about that, but it, it is what it is, different cultures. Uh, different things, like, especially because... Uh, rounds three and four, our third and fourth event were right around the Fan Fu Mao business. So there was a lot of stuff going on with uh, Ma Yingjiao, the president, and just like the event and the and the rallies and stuff like that. So that's stuff that we would never get. But that's, you know, you have to use local references, especially if you want to hit with the crowd. So a second ago, you were getting into this a little bit, but I, I, I want to punch this point a little bit harder. So you're yeah. saying basically that the the there's a little bit of uh, Taiwanese pepper throughout this 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 line, and you're saying that that makes it a lot more potent the way that he's using Taiwanese. Yeah, I I think so for sure, and I, just a little bit of um, first of all, it just makes it more local, so it's something that other people might not understand. But it also when he when he says it because Limbei, although it you know technically it means me. But what it really means is your father. But it, it, when you say it like this, it, it gets translated to me. So it basically belittles you just by using that word. Although it has the meaning of I or me, it also belittles you at the same time. So, and it just, and the pronunciation just sounds wicked. You know, you just <laughs> almost, you get, when that line came out, Oh man, like he just said it like, it was hilarious. Ah, man, I just, I was cracking up because just a little flair like that. And at the beginning, he has him too. He's like, uh, just like, quiet down, quiet down, wait a second. You know, just, you can just, he, he just has a very local flavor. It just makes his personality that much more likable. All right, so I have a feeling that I'm going to regret doing this, but I have invited a little bit of scorn on myself. Uh, before we started, I asked Joan Shung if he could prepare a diss for me. So we're about to hear his best takedown of your humble host right now. So uh, what do you have in store for me? Alright, so uh, for those of us who are not quite as fluent in uh, Mandarin, uh, help us out. What, 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 how was I just taken down? Well, you know, at the start he says, yo, this foreigner, he's not like Iverson, meaning Alan Iverson. He he looks like a Thai person. I'm not sure why you look like a Thai person, Keith. But hey, rhyme. I've I've met some handsome Thai men. I can't complain. <laughs> and then he says, "Remember my name, Jun Sung. Don't compete with me. Don't don't stand off with me. You know, if if you find me, you're just gonna end up confused. You're just gonna lose horribly. And then look at your curly blonde hair. It looks like corn." <laughs> 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 Don't All take right. me 100% for that but yo that's uh that's basically what what I'm getting out of it. All right. Well, uh I feel I feel taken down a peg. I definitely feel taken down a peg right now. Curly oh, I'm 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 a cornhead. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a dumb cornhead right now.
We've been speaking to DisRBL founder Dallas Waldy and one of the league's contenders, Jun Sheng. Thanks both of you for coming by. I appreciate it a lot. Hey, no problem. Thanks a lot for having us, Keith. Xie Make sure to check out their eight-man nationwide tournament coming up in October. Sign-ups end this month. Check out their Facebook to learn more. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought of today's program. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. This helps us bring you the kind of shows you want to hear and makes it easier for other people to discover the program. That's it for today. For ICRT, I'm Keith Menconi.